for this episode, it is special because it's the one I don't know what's gonna happen. And I really planned for there to be no plans. Oh, for buhay. Oh, dude, that's true. Oh. That's true, man. And we're about okay. to venture into it. Uh, but then j- just for all the listeners, I am starting with a new format. So in June, we're going to start with something new. We're going to have a bunch of series. Um, I don't want to give into, I don't want to get into too much details of it yet. But then just for this episode, this is going to be a freestyle episode. I was thinking, should I research? Should I plan some questions? Ganon. said, fuck it. Let's not. I just want to see. How it's gonna go? How it's gonna turn out if I don't plan anything whatsoever? So um, I want to welcome to the show my best friend all the way from Chicago, Mr. Joseph Morabe. What's up, man? What's up, dude? Hey guys. Hey guys. How are you? How are you? It's so weird, because <laughs> you and I have been Joe. Joe and I have been um, uh, maintaining an LDR for quite some time. Na. You were here. You went to the Philippines last in last time you went to the Philippines was October. And then you left, and you still have managed. I've managed to keep you as one of the people that I've talked to the most. Byron, the, the yeah. COVID situation in Chicago, it's chill, na, no? I mean, comparing it to Manila, like you can go out, na you can. Um, oh, you're vaccinated, na. That's for one. Congratulations. Um, how, how is it there? Okay, I mean, it's more chill compared to. Okay, because it's it's really bad over there, okay. but then yeah. it's it's still relatively like. I don't know. Every everyone's still on their toes, or at yeah. least the people that are cautious are on their toes, which is, I think is most people. The people yeah. that aren't too cautious are kind of just the ones that aren't thinking at all. I guess. Yeah. So, are people still wearing masks in public? Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. I actually went out over the weekend, right? And in the most crowded places, there's like people that aren't like most people aren't wearing your, your masks at all. Oh, so in those places to wear your mask, you feel like you feel like you know the odd one out. It's funny. It's oh. it's actually kind of funny. I then, do, do you agree with it? Like, do you the are do you want to just shout, "Hey, wear your masks, bitches"? Oh yeah, I do. But then you know that's kind of, I guess those areas are kind of full of the people that aren't much thinking, or uh-huh. I don't know, maybe maybe also a lot of them are just very confident about being fully vaccinated because there are also some places that say. If you're fully vaccinated, it's optional to wear a mask. But then, Ooh. yeah, I mean, okay. So back to the state of things, it's more chill compared to how it is over there. Because things over there are like the dark ages, honestly, from what I've seen and heard. But then it's still, it's still scary, you know. Uh-huh. I mean, you, you see, you know, you see, you still see a lot of stuff on the news. A lot of like the numbers are just rising all the time, and then things about new strains so even if you have a vaccine you're not necessarily safe i yeah, guess that's you can't true. feel safe for too much for too long how is the transition among there because i think that what's very unique with people our age well i think every age is unique them but i'd like to think my our age has been how unique so you are we are 24 turning 25 <laughs> years old we're we're in the quarter life um, stage of our lives and no matter what the situation is, if you're in a quarter life stage of your life, it's very, it's very integral in one, you question, I don't know, I've been questioning everything I've learned from the past 24 years, questioning like um, all the values, the value system I have, um, questioning what do I do? How do I live my life? All those stuff. Like whether or not you're in a pandemic, you're going to be questioning those stuff. And I'm sure that I know that you're a person who's been kind of going through that same thing. But given the fact that we're in a pandemic, even no matter what age you are, you're kind of going to go through that crisis eh, of like questioning what it's like, on questioning the way you live your life, the way you spend your time, the way you spend your days. So in your opinion, do you feel like the changes that you're going through in turn uh, mentally, yung how you're looking at life, how you're living your days, how you deal with other people do you feel like it's a what's your thinking is it oh it's an age thing that's why i'm doing this or oh it's a pandemic thing that's why i'm i'm questioning these stuff or is it like age na nga pandemic pa so gagawa sobrang sobrang introspection time ngayon oh it's definitely the it's it's the second one i mean the third the third one sorry ah. the third one the last one yeah yeah it's okay think about it we are at that stage, you know, you know, I mean, there, there are really phases in life that are known as 
like this time in your life where people generally have a certain kind of personality you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so that could be high schooler fresh grad for us it's quarter life midlife crisis people you know people at the twilight of their lives so i mean generally like that age would make a person this way that's like not even um it's not even something we're making up it's it's really just the way life works especially you know within a certain like Uh group or sector of society so say us we're from the same one we would have always gone through this thing like even if the pandemic didn't happen like you know that moment when we're out of college or when we're working for the first time and when we're drifting apart from our older friends and moving Mm -hmm. to new places and stuff like me i I just you know i moved here what almost two years ago and i'm still adjusting to that like that was always going to happen and then the pandemic on top of that made everyone very you know introspective because we can't do anything else right we spent almost a year just alone with our thoughts so that on top of the fact that yeah we're going through a quarter life crisis it just man that that, it led to some intense introspection does that excite you though does does that being in this situation we're not done it like although we've had more than a year of the pandemic to like think about life all that shit um Mm -hmm. does it excite me i'm at the stage now i'm happy to say that it excites me i excite the the k i'm excited and i welcome the chaos i welcome like how anton falso is that really who you are i'm I'm welcoming it like yeah fuck if i'm i think i'm a totally different person today than may may 26 May 26, 2020, Anton Falsa. I'm, 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 I'm happy. I'm happy that I'm such a different person. Like you, do you, what are your emotions towards this whole phase we're in? Exciting is one way to put it. I mean, I feel like there's just so many different emotions that go into it because uh-huh. honestly, on the one hand, I hate it. I, I hate the way that we have to live it because we've also all been looking forward to this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Okay, think about it. For us in particular, we're what, 24, 25? We're in that yeah. age bracket. Like this is kind of that time where we have a lot of freedom and we also have a lot of energy. And, you know, maybe for some of us, you know, we're also starting to have some money where we can, you know, start supporting ourselves a little bit, spending, spending on mm-hmm. ourselves or just, you know, getting to be a young adult, you know? So we had that going for us and we were all looking forward to it because in a few more years, that's when we start thinking about the really serious things, right? Like yeah. settling down, this and that and this and that. So on the one hand, personally, the way that we've been having to live this life right now, I hate it because I had an expectation for how it was going to be, yeah. you know? On the other hand, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the growth that, that I think I'm having. Mm-hmm. Less excited and more just very aware that it's kind of going on like you know i feel like a bit you know i feel like all of us kind of feel like a little uh you know caterpillar in a cocoon like we, Ooh, we, we know that's true yeah there's this metamorphosis happening uh-huh. but then here's the thing is we don't really know how we're going to come out of it yeah like like one thing that i think of sometimes is yeah if i'm that you know caterpillar am i going to turn into a butterfly am i going to emerge as a moth am i going to emerge as am i even going to grow wings it's one of those uh-huh. things like because we're having all these thoughts, but then it's, it's still theory, technically. We haven't really gone to apply it to the real world yet. That's true. No, I mean, we do as much as we, we can, right? Like yeah. With the people that we're still in contact yeah. with, with our families. It's very stuff. controlled. Our, our, yeah. our reach now is very controlled. Mm-hmm. So say we, uh, over the last month, we have had, I don't know, imagine you have an epiphany over the last month. How many of those have you had over the last year and a half? Over the, over the whole pandemic right so it, you know it feels like we just kept going on so many retreats so now i'm at this yeah. point where i've kept i've built so many layers on top of how i was at the start of the pandemic that you know and i was excited about testing out all of those things all of those different mantras that i have these new versions of myself yeah the thing is like you know it's been so long that we've just been hibernating here we don't yeah. really know what I, it's gonna I, be like when we come out shit you you put it you you put it out nicely man i really and and to add to that with the whole um what's it what become what's up what's before uh butterfly cater caterpillar cater I cocoon caterpillar cocoon caterpillar butterfly yeah. the, here, here's the thing uh, when I look God I keep forgetting that you're so young pa we're so young twenty four is so young in the normal you know um lifespan of a of a human person but then 
when I turned 18, I remember like, wow, I've been through so much now. Then when I turned 20, then each year, it's always like, wow, there's so much more. Wow, there's so much more. So I don't know when I'm actually ever going to say I'm a butterfly. I feel like I just become another caterpillar. It's like caterpillar, cocoon, then mm-hmm. shit, gago caterpillar. Because you have more shit to learn. But then it's, I, I, I find that the process is painful and exciting. I want to focus on the exciting. But to your point, na, it's like you've been going on a lot of treats. Like we've retreats. We've we've been going through so much training, but we haven't actually gotten to put it to practice. I see that, but at the same time, there's a part of me that thinks na gago ba ito na yon? Like it's a one good thing is that I see people doing a lot of work from beach situations, which is the dream. And I really want to do that. So I feel like what if you na yun, what if ito na yun real life? Like I think that's one of the things the pandemic didn't even really teach me. I was just forced to like accept na. Here in the Philippines, in March, when you when you first got into when was the first lockdown there? Come like March 16 ish of 2020. Eh? Was it kind of same I, to you? Yeah, yeah, around. Uh, yeah, I think so. Like when was the gonna cough a coffee a thing there, or is it just here? I, I think it's just there. Just here now, mm, Pinoy, mm. um, Pinoy's. Uh, I remember back then, it was like okay, we're gonna be in this lockdown shit for just two weeks. That's bagik na. Like I was like, I don't need to. I was thinking like, career-wise, nah. There's gonna be live events to host. I just gotta wait. But after a few months, I was like, gago kagam ko na adjust So I'm with you there. Nah, it hasn't been put to practice. But that's because it's it hasn't been put to practice in terms of our old standards of what living life is. Pero I feel like we kind of like right now. Ah shit, we gotta adjust a bit. Tipong. Um, I have been meeting new people or talking to new people, talking to people I haven't really talked to for. But in 2020, kasi, I kind of just had this small circle of like people I was already comfortable with talking to, and I'm like, okay, I'll wait for it nagang when it's time to when you can go out again. Then I try to connect to other people, but also with this podcast, diba, all that shit. Like, I have been trying to exercise na those theories that I've been learning and thinking about through the entire duration of the pandemic. That's my two cents. Yeah. No, you're right. So uh, say it with me now. New normal. Oh, God, I hate it. No, I, I hate that term. But then, it, yeah, I fucking hate yeah, the new normal. Right? Yeah. I, mean, the, I mean, whatever it's referring to, yeah, we, we all have to agree yeah. on it. It's But nothing like, normal about term. this shit. <laughs> yeah. And also, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. This is kind of it. This is, I mean, life didn't stop when we went into lockdown. It just kind of changed form. Yeah. So we, we can't treat it like, oh, life's on pause. Because we, we didn't stop aging, like you know, mm-hmm. the world didn't stop moving forward, right? Like we had to still try to find ways to adjust. <sighs> That's true. So we've been applying ourselves every day, I guess. Maybe the difference is that we've just gotten to spend so much more time with ourselves that it feels like we're not applying it, because it feels like maybe we've always kind of measured our own lives or what we do based on how we interact with people and uh-huh. how it like impresses upon them and you know, the things that the way other people react to the yeah. way we are. And maybe because we haven't really had other people around, we feel like, oh, I'm not doing anything. No, I mean, maybe it's enough that we feel change within ourselves. Yeah, right? that's a skill. That's a skill to be like, parang, if you post something online, if you post something on Instagram, the most important like has to be your own. And this is something I would question before. Why is it not a norm to like your own posts? Because everything I post... I think the man, everything I post, I like it. Like, I like whatever. That's why I'm posting it to the world because gago, tip ko yung picture na to. Okay yung angle ko dito. Or this is a happy moment in my life, di ba? So, I'm still in that process. I don't know if I'll ever say na I, I've completed the process of like how my like should be the most important like in my life. Like, it's not the, I keep trying to say, oh, it's not the numbers of li- number of likes. Ganun. But there's always an effect there. Eh? Like if this one has two times more likes than your average one, you'll be like, whoa, there was, I did something right here. And that is all based on external validation, external factors. So you know, I, I get you though. I get you with that. But I wanted, to, I, know, I wanted to bring this up. I wanted to ask, with this whole, it's so clear. Eh? It's so obvious, the, the bad, the negative stuff of effects of the pandemic, of how you can't really see people, especially for someone in their 20s. Can I, mm-hmm. I want to challenge you. Let's try to list down what are the positive things. Like, what are the... When I say positive, not just like, ah, yeah, buti na lang, may ganyan. But as in like, wow, 
thank God for this pandemic because if not, I wouldn't have experienced anything like this. All right, I'm gonna go first with one basic, very basic, but I'll, I'll get into it a little more. Um, the spending time with your family cliche. Like people always say that. Eh? People always say, "Oh yeah, basta I get to spend time with my family." Ganon. I feel like I've spent a healthy amount of time with my family ever since. Even if there was a time that only every Sunday kami makikita. Like now, it really feels like when I was a kid, kid, and I see them every meal. Like they're the people I see, hear, and experience the most. And I know my eldest brother just turned 31. Um, my other brother is 28. 28? Gago, Um, They, they kind of have their own lives already, except para medyo na delay lang kasi we're on, on pandemic. So this is really the last time that we're all going to be in this proximity this often. I think that's a positive that I'm going to get to realize more after the pandemic now. Like when they move out, all that shit, that, that's the time I'm going to be like, ah, oh, nga no, yung pandemic, ganon. Pero yun, yun, that's, do you have any um, that come to mind? Yeah, I mean, bouncing off the family thing, I, okay, you know, like my situation with oh, that yeah. is, the funny thing is the pandemic, say, say for you right now. Wait, sorry, pandemic, let's analyze um, context. Because we're just having a conversation, but then say, say, I, have no, to, I have to remember sometimes. I got audience then. Um, yeah. So audience, um, Joseph is a bagik bayan. He, you, you were in the, you're in the Philipp- you, you were born in the Philippines, or you were you born, born in the states? I was born in the states. I'm a bad friend. You born in the states. Okay. You want me to do it? Story All right. No, so I was born in the states. So uh, I didn't stay there till I was like six. Uh-huh. Came over to the Philippines. Went to school. I'd go back and forth on vacations. Yeah. But then uh, for a lot of the part, both my parents' careers were still in America. So uh, a lot of the growing up years weren't exactly, um, how do I say, all under one roof. Yeah. Like sometimes they'd kind of take turns being back and forth. Yeah. But for a really long time, like my mom was just in the States, just in the States. So I'd see her maybe like once a year or less sometimes. But then, yeah, but then, you know, we maintain, I don't know, I feel like I've kind of been in like this kind of LDR thing with my parents for... Yeah, LDR with the mom. Yeah, for a while, for a long time. But then, see, the thing is, like what you said, um, pandemic made you kind of grasp like, oh, this is kind of it. Like, we're really spending our time together and this is the last bit of that we'll have for maybe a long time, if ever. No, forever. No, forever, forever, yeah. forever, right? For me, it's like when I came back to the States, which happened in 2019, I came back and I knew that that's what I was walking into was uh-huh. kind of making up for lost time and getting to be with the family again. And we'd all be under one roof for the first time in a really long time. Yeah. And, and I knew that after this, that's it, right? Like, like the way you feel about it, except for me, it's kind of like I walked into it and I know it's going to end soon or eventually. But then the pandemic, you know, it kind of locked us in, locked us in the house. So it's like, you know, maybe if the pandemic, the pandemic didn't happen, I'd be out a lot more. Maybe I would have already moved out or something. But then... Oh, really? You think so? Maybe. Or, well, not too far out. Maybe yeah. just in the area still. But then, you know, gotten to live a little bit more of yeah. an independent 20-something yeah, yeah, life. But then pandemic itself, it's kind of, you know, just kept us here. And it's been great, honestly, like uh, reconnecting. Um, yeah, it feels like you're a kid again. But also, that thing that we said about life phases, I see that my parents are in a phase of their own lives right now, too. Like, That's they're true. growing into it. And, and, you know, this is the first time that I'm really interacting with them this much with this level of maturity. With that brain head. of yours that you have now yeah. compared to when that you were last now. living mm-hmm. with them. And I'm sure like maybe the same even goes for you and for a lot of people our age that are still with their parents at home yeah. around this age is, you know, when's the last time that you spent this much time with your parents that you were kind of maybe a little bit forced to, to converse with them this much uh-huh. with the brains that you have right now. So maybe some of you or some of them have always been doing that. Like they maintain that healthy line of communication. Yeah. Maybe others kind of, you know, it's every Sunday kind of thing or just when you guys eat. Yeah. But then right now, you're kind of like roommates, you know, you're housemates. Like, you feel that you are because you're also prisoners in a way. We were prisoners <laughs> for a while. 
so it's funny because yeah my like i'm in a phase right i'm in that well let's not call it phase it's called like stage i'm in a stage, stage. yeah phase because it comes in yeah and it's it, phase feels a little more shallow stage is really something you can't avoid you have to go through my parents mm. are too my parents are looking at retirement you know like they're they're coming into that stage of yes. life and it's cool because you know we're all under one roof while the world is going through this massive just change you know all around us and and yeah. all of us are trying to navigate it right even my parents who you know for as long as i could remember were the ones navigating for me and have everything figured out now yeah like parents. they'd know what to say they'd know what to do but right now they don't know anything either on top of the fact that well okay i'm not going to say they don't know anything but then but then they don't <laughs> i mean right now yeah that's right this kind of thing yeah like the paradigm shifts of everything's just crazy right now Yeah, and so I see my parents learning as I'm learning, you know, and I see my parents going like entering a new stage of life as I'm entering a new stage of life. Yeah, so it's like for the first time I'm not really seeing them as people that are so far ahead of me in terms of just how they feel at at the moment. You know, yeah, sometimes I feel like they're just as lost or they're just as how do I say curious and. And hungry to learn about something new as I am, which is yeah. kind of rare, I guess, to see or to feel with your parents at the moment, in the moment, you know. Dude, sobrang sobrang same. I I think that wait, there's so many. I have so many thoughts on that. First, with the parents, for me, I find it comforting. I always wanted to stay a kid. Like when I was a kid, I was always like, I want to stay a kid forever. Like I want like the person who I am. I want to be this person till I die. I want to keep making jokes. I want to have a good time because I I would equate turning to an adult and stuff as like boring nayon, corny nayon. But as I'm turning to an adult, parang fuck, nagiging adult na ako. Ginito pa gayon. Like I wouldn't say that it's not boring at all. Like there are some boring stuff about being an adult that I can't change back anymore. Like when it comes to when I wake up in a day and look at what am I gonna do today. Mas talaga when you were kids. It's like, oh, I don't games gagawin ko today, diba? What are those five tasks I have to do? Then I'm free to do whatever the hell I want, and I can eat whatever I want. But now it's like, gaga, you're you're in control of everything. I have to really be each decision I make. Okay, it has to be in line towards my goals. Am I gonna rest so that I can work better? Like there's so there's so much of those things. But going back to what you said about how parents are figuring this shit out too, I really agree. Like. They also haven't been in the situation before, so even if they have, you know, lifetimes of wisdom ahead of us. Like my dad is turning 60 this year, which I, I feel like it's a big milestone guy. I think it's a if I'm going through a quarter life thing, I think he's also going through that that stage of like, yeah. ano ano na no? Because line of six, bayon eh, like line of. Line of five, I would say line of five and line of four are kind of like med same. It's like oh, old adult. Pero line of six, gago age na yon. Asin wala, may senior citizen card kana and all those stuff. But for me, I like to find comfort in that because that's life. Eh? I think that's life. Eh? It, it takes off some pressure from people like us, our age, when we're supposed to be like. Because if you, if I ask him about how he got to where he is, it's like, oh yeah, in my 20s, kaya dagaga, I really worked hard. That's when I met your mom. Like so many of the important um, pillars in Marvin Fausto, my dad, in his life, happened in this age. Eh? But no matter what you go through, you're gonna face challenges when you're 60. You're gonna face new shit that You could never have prepared for, and for me, I'm like, okay, at least I know. Like, I I look at life as a straight line. Eh? I don't look at life as like you have ups and downs. Um, you messed up, you go a step back, and then you have to accelerate. Like for me, it's usually just going in a straight line. It just looks different. Each step looks fucking different. Each step looks like, oh shit, this step is a really bad, you know, time in my life. But that's just another step. And then when you become happy again, that's just another step. It's like they're they're all. It's a straight line for me. Yeah, and you know, like like what you just said about your dad. He said a lot of the pillars of, um, I guess, what make him up. He experienced in his twenties, right? Twenties mm-hmm. are what ten years of your life. Your dad's sixty, yeah. right? You, I think you mentioned this. You said something like this to me a few, like last month or the other month. Like uh-huh. your, dad, your dad has lived like three of us, three of our whole times here, <laughs> right? So that that's a lot yeah. of 
so think about it. Lives, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and you and I have like, you know, I think we'd both like to think, oh, I am a, I have, I've kind of earned a certain amount of perspective, right? Uh-huh. Your dad's earned three times as much. My dad has too. So is my mom. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, yeah, sure. A lot of the pillars of what he is came from his 20s. But I'm sure a lot of them also came from his 30s. A lot of them also came from his 40s yeah. and from his, you know, teens. And from right now. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, he's like right now, now. it's happening. So, and I guess that also takes up or takes off some of the pressure. You know, yeah. like we're in our 20s. And I, I know that one thing that worries us is that we're feeling like, oh, we're wasting our 20s. You yeah. know? And, and, and I feel um, like... I, I, oh, I, okay. I, I've already unsubscribed to that thought of okay. wasting time. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. But then the thing is, Okay, at least at the start of the pandemic, I, I, that was something I was really thinking. And then yes, a lot of people yes. that I was, you know, we all we all did. Like, oh my God, wait, I'm supposed to be, um, you know, supposed going to be partying, bro. To, yeah, we're supposed to be like, you know, while we Fucking can, before, up, before things like change. But then, you know, that's not the case. So I'm thinking, ah, I'm wasting my 20s. And it's worse for me. I have it worse than everyone else because okay. I'm not just wasting any time in my life. I'm wasting my 20s. And that's supposed to be ah, compared to the other tiny thing, right? You oh, know, sixty ka na, you know, chill ka na taga, guys. Yeah. So, but okay see, and, and, but that's what I realized is seeing my parents, hearing them talk over lunch, over breakfast. Sometimes they're just they're just you know sitting on the couch, and I'm in the living room, and I can hear them talking, and they're talking about how like we should be traveling right now, you know. And it's like, yeah, everyone's losing. I mean, yeah. like my like they're in a stage right now where it's not like it's not like you know once your twenties and your life just stops having any, you know, possibilities for fun or you stop yeah. having a thirst for life, you know. Yeah. My parents, they're losing that too. If anything, it's, it might be a little worse for them because, you know, it's not like they have much longer. It's not like, uh, it's not, you know what I mean? Or, okay, I'm not, I don't put it that way. But then <laughs> No, but let's go. If yeah, they're in that time, age, yeah, you know? yeah. If in the normal, you know, duration of life, we have more time. Yeah. So, a little less pressure, I guess. Like all that stuff that we just mentioned, because yeah, sure, we're kind of locked down during our twenties mm-hmm. or during this time when we want to be doing other things. And when kind of like you know, growing up, it's kind of been built up that this is the time when a lot of things yeah. are going to be, a lot of fun things are going to happen. But you know, that's just not the way it's turning out right now. But we still have our thirties, we still have our forties. Yeah, go. <laughs> I remember New Year of 2019, going into twenty twenty. The, the, that Christmas time, New Year, I remember. I was like, I, I got, I went out a lot of times. Banat and like wildflower, sayaw, inomda, wildflower, wildflower, oh dude. I haven't heard of that. Okay. <laughs> did you get to go? Have you ever gone? Yeah, no, I, I did like maybe a few times before. You did? We never went. No, I never went with you. I don't think. I don't think so. No. But anyway, I remember going, and I'm like, dude, this is it. Because I remember that time. Gago makes VJ. I'm That was my friends. Good on. As in, I was like, yo, this is it, man. This is the decade. Gonna fuck shit up, man. That was boom. My God. That, I remember the party, that wildflower, the night. Ito pa yung parang, ano eh, bastos eh. Kasi, the, there was like the night before our flight to our year-end vacation family planning, you know, ritual thing. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, this is it. This is it. I didn't know that that was it. <laughs> that was that was it, na. That was literally one of the last, if not the last. Was it? That was like the second to the last time I got to go out and have that much, that type, that type of fun. So I've had to find different types of fun um, ever since. Wow. You know, I feel like I don't know if you were the same way, but coming into the year 2020, uh-huh. like that new year, because okay. At, it's a new decade, right? And and it's so exciting. 2020, and it sounds so cool because okay, think about the Roaring Twenties, right? Freaking well, great can gas you this? I don't, I don't. Like that was that it was sounds like 50s to me. They're all the same. Nah, I I think the Roaring Twenties, like at least in American culture, was kind of like mm-hmm. the time of like decadence. It was just so much excess. Like the parties were super. Like think the Great Gatsby. Have you watched okay. the Great Gatsby? I just like know that. The meme that's of yeah. no, yeah. well, I mean. Yeah. That that sums it up, you know. That 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 <laughs> like <laughs> he looks so fun, you know. He has a you know glass of champagne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then With so the suit. Mm-hmm. like that's pretty much that was the last twenties that the world had. Uh-huh. So coming into the new twenties, right? And we're oh, in our twenties, you know. But then we, you know, we're probably just thinking, oh my god, this is the this is the start of a decade. 
that is touted to be so much fun. There's a lot of expectation for it to be great. I'm going to be at this certain age too. And then it just sucks. Like that. <laughs> well, okay, let's not say it yeah. sucks, but it sucks. You know, it just... Oh, it sucks. No, that's let's 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 call it. I I would say it sucks, but I'm I'm okay with it. Like I'm okay with a. I've gone through COVID, so I'm I'm thankful that you know my family's fine, all that stuff. We we you yo you've gone through COVID, motherfucker. No, I've um, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so we 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 went through some of the goals in the month of these twenties, but I think. You have no choice but to mature and grow the fuck up. So I think I would like to look at it and then let's go back to those positives of the pandemic. That good, because when I look at the fun I had in college, when I look at the, I don't know, I always just go back to parties and, and getting to hang out with people. That's my currency. When I look back at those, I'm like, wow. I remember I had a lot of parts where I was conscious, where I was like kind of nervous. I wanted to be around people I was comfortable with. Like there are people I kind of knew, but I never really talked to them because it felt weird. I had this imagination of like what the social cues should be. Now, if I say, if I bring 24-year-old Anton's brain and I traded it, I would have had more fun. I would have had more meaningful fun and connections and experiences. So I'd like to think now... I guess this is also just me being like, no, it's okay, Anton. Um, when we get to go out now, when when we get those experiences again, we're gonna do it more wholeheartedly. We're gonna be more present. Um, it's gonna be more meaningful. So for me, I feel like in the grand grand scheme of things, Gago, as long as pandemic. Cause dude, I mean, I think it's like, okay, you have like a year and a half, two years of like of you know, retreats and like like theo, theoretical learning and shit. So when it's time to practice game now, instead of, you probably, I probably would have taken longer if I kept going out paren, having those, those, those normal um, social situations, parties going on before I get to the realizations that I have now. So mm-hmm. I think that that's a positive. Do you have any other? W- oh, yeah. There, no. I'll go, go, go. For sure, for sure. Yeah, sorry, I didn't. Yeah, I mean, so back to that question you asked, right? And actually, you know, going in line with what you said, um, there are just so many things that you wouldn't have allowed yourself to process if you didn't get forced yeah. to process. If you run the bullshit of life, man, when's the next yeah. party? When's the next out of town? Mm-hmm. And and it doesn't just have to be fun stuff, you know. Like even like because it's a, I feel like it's a worldwide thing that's happened, a phenomenon. Like like mm-hmm. everyone, or at least people, or a lot of people that have had enough time to just sit alone with their thoughts that used to not have that time. Have gone through something like this, you know, because they could be caught up in the, you know, just the the the, the machine, routine, of, the, yeah, of, yeah, of society, of, of work, and then sleep, work, sleep, or you know, and then you, you know, you just kind of unload everything on one weekend or whatnot, and then back yeah. to work, back to sleep, back to work. You don't really have time to think about the things that matter, you know, mm-hmm. and usually the things that matter that need to be thought about, they're not pleasant. No, like they're they're not they're not things that you want to think about. They're not so, fun. They're not fun. Like they're 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 the hard part. And and you know, I found that a lot of that thing that we kind of use as an excuse to distract ourselves. Like it could be, you know, plans, making plans with friends. Mm-hmm. It could be you know work and taking on more work and maybe doing overtime or taking on other side hustles. Like just to keep yourself busy, and you know, under the guise of not that it's not in, not that it's not at all for you know the sake of going for your goals or moving yeah. up, but then, you know, I found that like maybe for a lot of people, there's a part of it that really is just I don't want to think about this, so I'm going to do this, you know. Yeah. So once those things disappear, and not you know from our own volition, like they get taken away, it's like someone just took away that toy that we were using yeah. to distract ourselves from a cut that we had. And now you have to just sit and look at this cut that you have. Mm-hmm. And, and you usually just, you know, you turn away from it, play with your toy, and you look back and it's a scab. And then a little bit longer, and then now it's just like, you know, a little marker, like it's, it's a scar. But now we get to watch the process of healing for the Ooh. first time, you know? And it's like, you know, it, and it's, it's not fun. It's not pretty. It's, it's boring. Yeah, it's, it's painful, painful. Right? It's painful. That's the, that's the real thing. Uh-huh. And it's something that we're not used to. Because because we've never been in a situation like this, and maybe Without that's the routine. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's something that everyone 
connection that maybe that's like what we talked about with our parents. Like they're also going through stuff for the first time. Yeah. Like my dad lost his mom during this pandemic. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I have a friend, I have a, a few friends who lost family and parents and grandparents during the pandemic too. Yeah. And that's like a lot to have to handle in this kind of situation that we're talking about, yeah. you know? So imagine <laughs> that would have sucked at any time, you know, but any, it sucks any, even more. Yeah. No sucks even more, but also see, okay. Not okay. That, that is such a, you know, huge thing, losing someone like losing someone, like someone passing away. And to think, yeah, with everything that we've said about the pandemic that everyone knows anyway, but then we've been building up during this, like, you know, conversation, we know that it's going to amplify things. It'll amplify the effects uh, in a sense, maybe just to the exact degree that it should, because people need that. And, you know, in a sense, a lot more than it has to be, but it will, it will amplify things. And that goes for any problem. You know, it goes for breakups, right? It goes for, um, you know, rejection or it goes for not getting a job or, or career shifts. Yeah. Career stuff, you know, anything. So anything would have sucked more. But, you know, that's just one side of the coin, right? Because yeah, when sure. you say anything would have sucked more, what do, what do you mean by that? I mean, if you go through like a painful thing, a painful process that you have to endure during this time, mm-hmm. it's going to suck more than if you had to do it yeah. some time else. But okay, in the moment, like it's going to like, ah, this hurts and I can't do anything. I can't run to a bar and drink. Yeah. I can't run to my friends and and pretend just, like it's not happening. Like, I just I forget about it for a while, yeah. Yeah, as in I have to sit alone with it, yeah. you know? But then the, on, the, on the other hand, though, on the other hand, and I feel like there's something I've talked to you about before. And th- yeah, like I said, it goes for any problem. So it's not just losing people to COVID or people dying and stuff. Like it could be anything, a breakup or a loss or a rejection or just something not going your way in your career. Because you are forced to sit alone with the wound as it's healing Mm -hmm. you know you're not going to push it to the back of your mind and it's not just going to fester in the back because you're going to deal with that mm -hmm. you're going to do i found i found that like okay if we're going to go with that wound um analogy that i have i found that when you are looking at it it heals faster dude yeah when because yeah you right you you play with that toy and you don't look at the wound and it might take like let's say it might take like a year for it to heal if you oh, do it gago. Like, like if the wound is you, here sa elbow tapos you're playing lang gago di mo napapansin nasasaktan mo pala like nabubuksan yeah, mo right, wound, see, you know, yeah exactly compared to gago mag heal ka yeah I, but when, I gotta yeah, add sorry that sorry that finish first go, yeah, go first that, sorry because there's that care that comes with paying attention to it uh-huh. it's okay yeah let's make it more realistic you're not just looking at it and waiting for it to heal yeah, yeah, yeah. like you see oh shit what's that growing on I'm gonna put some medicine I'm going to put a band-aid. I'm going to make sure that it heals properly so that if it does leave a scar, it doesn't have to be an ugly scar. Maybe there doesn't have to be a scar at all. It could just heal properly. But the problem with us is that we're so afraid of pain that we distract ourselves from it and we just allow ourselves to get infected, you know? But yeah. Okay. So that's enough with the wound. Wait, wait, sorry. I just wanted to add one thing there. Um, I hope that, I'm like these things. I'm gonna say you're only gonna know if you're right or not in hindsight. I hope I'm gonna be right about this, but I feel like with wounds, with those like emotional wounds, diba? Um, those those ones that really leave scars and stuff. I think it only has to heal a certain percent, probably like eighty percent, and then you can't wait for the you can't wait for it to reach a hundred before you go out and play again. I think this a mm. <laughs> probably not the physical wound is probably mm. not the best one because yeah probably you have to he- wait for it to heal before you play again. But I like to think that the way you 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 accomplish the full healing, you gotta get on with your life. And it has to be a byproduct. Like moving on from some shit has to like you're only gonna be like you're gonna get the certificate of moving on, certificate of like I have healed from this shit. You have to get on with your life. Like, yes, sit with it until a certain point. And then I think like, ano na, the more you sit with it, wala ka na mag-gain eh. Like, you just gotta get on with your life. And then eventually through time, ah, gago, okay na pala yung wound ko. I think like there, there has, I right now, it could be also me being impatient that I don't wanna sit with it anymore because it's been a while. But parang, I hope, I hope I'm correct when I say na, ah, gago, okay na pala siya. No, you're exactly right. We can't wait for it to heal before... I feel like that's another thing. Maybe that, that kind of ties into the whole, oh, I'm not really sure how I'm going to be when the world comes back to normal because all the growth I've done is just in theory. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Like when you're sitting and waiting for it to heal for too long. We're connecting this shit, man. We're connecting. Uh-huh. <laughs> like you just can't, you know, you're never going to be too sure. It's kind of like waiting for the right time to do something. There's never really a right time. There's never going to be a signal, like an actual signal that is, Nuh-uh. you know, made for that. Ready gonna... You know, you kind of just got to jump into it. But also, you know, on that note that you said, like waiting for it to heal, I, emotional wounds especially or, you know, you know, any wound actually, like even like physical wounds, scars, uh-huh. like if you still have a scar on your body, like that's a mark of something that will never really fully heal completely to uh-huh. the way it used to be. Like you're yes. always going to have that wound. It's always going to be there in some shape or form to a certain degree. Yeah. But you live life regardless. You just got to keep going. You know? Just like Derek Rose, man. Just like yeah. Derek. Fucking, did you get to see the Six game? Six man. Six man finalist. Finalist. Bro. Yeah. Oh, hang on. He, did, yeah. he has to go to Jordan Clarkson. But did, do you, no, do you follow? Next for like half the season. Have you been following? Have you do you follow the playoffs? I I didn't get to watch the the Knicks game. Dude, oh, the Trae, first no, game. no, I know Trey Young like decimated them. <laughs> no, but the, no, but Julius Randle played poorly. So Bad. I feel like imagine he didn't their best player didn't play that well. Tapos they just lost by like two or some, something like that. Can I go if you play well? And then, dude, my boy Derek Rose balling out. And back to this emotional, you know, the healing and shit. <laughs> this is why he's my favorite player, man. He's not the best player in the NBA. No, you wouldn't even anymore. put him in the top 10 anymore. But like, dude, he's the best player. I mean, he's the best. Gago to overcome so many fucking surgeries to be at the top of the league. And then you're just getting passed around teams. Pero Gago, mental toughness. Fuck this shit. Yeah. I want to ball out. I'm the fucking Rose, baby. That's why I'm going to buy that dude's jersey, man. And not just at the top. Not, he wasn't just at the top. He was the top. He was at the top. And he was the youngest to ever be the top. Yeah, you know that's the top as in, end, Joe. That's still the no, top. no. I'm saying, I'm saying, like the top that he was in was the top. Was a wild like, top, I'm like a guess. wild, like an unheard of historical oh, top. True, true, true. So his lows were unheard of historical Shoot. lows. Is it you know? is it the same as if Luka Doncic suddenly just? I hope, man. He's my next Derrick Rose, by the way. Um, if he just like disappears for a while, is it this? Do you think it's the same? I was, I only started really watching NBA. The year, the year Derrick Rose first got hurt. Well, shit. Well, if Luca were to maybe win MVP and then this uh, shit happened, because uh, yeah. it was just that you know, there's that thing that comes with getting that particular award. Like it's kind of oh. just like a mark in history on you, uh, 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 and then you just true. break your knees. Oh god. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. Okay, let's go back to the positive. Okay, do you have any that come to mind? Like, I have one. Then, if you don't want to have one, ah, uh, I have go, one. Go. Boom. Okay, um, reconnecting with friends. Boom, Gago, that was mine. Oh. Oh. Look at that. <laughs> Continue. No, Are I you done? No, well, I mean, yeah, to, to kind of delve into it. I moved right when the pandemic, like, right, like really close to the pandemic. Yeah. And then, you know, one thing about moving away, right? You know, it could be, like, to a different city. So you guys in the Philippines might still be able to, like, feel that, you know, moving away from home moving out of like your comfort zone moving to a different country it's like uh-huh. there's that feeling like oh i'm gonna miss out i'm gonna miss out on so much stuff Ooh, fomo like this whole 20s thing we were talking about actually i wasn't gonna be a part of it regardless like you guys are all gonna have your thing you, you, you mean you gonna... weren't gonna be a part of your past life like the people who were in majority of your life yeah. Up. yeah 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 okay mm-hmm. as in I wasn't gonna be part of that, and I was. Yeah, I was dreading it. I was dreading it honestly. And then the pandemic came, and then none of y'all got. Did <laughs> <to> do Instagram stories you? That's a But okay, I mean, I'm not happy about that. Like, what I'm happy about is that I got to keep the connections. Because here, think about it. We have a 13-hour time difference. 13, 14, depending on what time, oh, God, what, when in the year it is. So add work into the mix, add school into the mix, add, you know, going out and like living life into the mix. And what, when do you really, what time do you really have to, to keep in touch with someone from abroad, you know, a friend and a friend who isn't, you know, your significant other, who isn't like your parent or your, your, your obligation. There's no obligation. Uh None. I mean, so maybe who knows? I I might've been able to keep some, connections but i know for a fact that because of the pandemic i got to keep a lot more of them and okay but that aside another thing that's nice is connecting with older friends older friends like because okay. you know 
there's also that I was already still in touch with those friends. I hadn't drifted from the ones that were in my life yet by the time the pandemic hit. But because the pandemic hit, everyone freed up. So I was able to talk to some people that I hadn't talked to since high school. Yeah. That I, I hadn't talked to since, yeah, oh, maybe that's as far as it goes. But then, yeah, like people I haven't talked to in a, in a really long time. Yeah. Because everyone freed up a little bit. And, yeah. and there's that opportunity to connect or reconnect, you know? And I think it's not just that people got, it's not that people freed up. I think the way our culture, our society communicates with each other changed. Like, before I say it would be weird like you and I when you were still here we weren't going on video calls and stuff but it became the norm eh? and since so before it was more of oh yeah I'm gonna reconnect with my friends I'm gonna talk to them when I see them like you have to wait for that situation before you go out and connect to them but then now I really take I think this is why we still talk a lot no this is why we still talk a lot then is that yeah, well, if you wanna talk to someone you go talk to them and I, I, I feel the same way man like I also I feel less of an awkward social barrier. Because me, I have that thing in my head that I get, I get conscious in the parang. I always want to talk to people. I always want to hang out. But does that person want to hang out with me? But I'm, I'm taking this person's time. So I have to make sure that I have something to talk about. Or there is a reason why I'm going to. It's still there. Pero medyo mas mas semi permeable na yung wall. Na you can, you can just kind of talk to people. Na. It, it's, yeah, I, I, I think that that's nice. And I want to ask you though. What your opinion on this stuff is? Um, the friendship thing. Because you know, you and I are not romantically um, mm. involved. <laughs> Even if there are some people who thought we were. Dude. Oh. Wild. Yeah, we same caption. Eh. Oh my. I had to my caption. Uh, eh. Or maybe or, we... Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that. We're not related. Right? We don't have business together. Or So, so guess what? There's not that... Parang, Oh yeah, you're obligated to talk to each other. That mm-hmm. I think that the pandemic helped me realize that no, this is important too. For me, gotta take care of the friendships. You gotta put in time and effort um, to maintain those. Cause for me, like if we say um, when you, you know, in your deathbed, it's not about how much money you made, it's the connections, it's the moments. And this is what it is. this is the main currency. It's the the people you connect to. So how come? So I'm I'm glad that. I think people are realizing now that we don't we shouldn't put work, you know, work work is still a priority. But it's not like worlds above all my other priorities. It is one of my priorities, but it's equal. Like for me, it's I I have I value I try to value work. I try to value family. I try to value myself, my friends. I try to value them, um, not too far apart and different from each other. No, because yeah, okay. I have a point that I'm going to get back to, but then uh-huh. bouncing off of what you said, you know, it's funny. I remember I had a conversation with my cousin um, a few months ago, I think. And we talked about how once you get to adulthood, like, or I think I said, like, I, I noticed that there are probably three driving factors that people really use to push themselves forward in life, or they, mm-hmm. they use it as like the main thing that they care about the most. And, and it can depend on where you are in life. So one could be money. The other one can be dreams that aren't necessarily connected to money. So maybe like passions or things you want to do, things you want to experience, that lust for life. Mm. And three are the connections. So the connections could be friends, family, you know, all that stuff. Money is different. That's kind of just something that, you know, everyone has to worry yeah, about. It's a number. These things are things that, you know, you have to worry about for yourself that aren't necessarily things that'll kill you if you don't do. It might kill you in here because you mm-hmm. want to do them, but it won't kill you. It's not, they're, not necess- they're, they're not a necessity. <clears throat> and then there's the connections. All three of these things, you know, they're, they're, not, they're not like, you know, air or food or water, where if you don't have them, you'll die. But then they're the most important things, I think, a lot of people in life in general, when they get to adulthood, think about. Uh-huh. And out of those three things, yeah, you mentioned the connections. Those are the most important things. I, in my opinion, they're, they're the most important things. On your deathbed, it's not like you could take your money with you. And it's not yeah. like you could take your... Well, actually, you can't, you can't take any of them with you. But what will you still have? You know, you probably still have the connections that you formed, like holding your hand at the end. This pandemic kind of, I feel, at least like, like what you said, I agree. I feel the same way. It kind of brought back a lot of like a focus and attention to this one thing, the connections, the friends, the family. 
you know, the, the ones that matter, like, you know, and you realize, oh, that's something, especially at this age that gets taken for granted a lot, you know, because it stagnates, especially, you know, take a lover or, you know, a relationship, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, they become so constant in your life that you get used to them being there without having to maintain. Same mm -hmm. goes for your best friends. Same goes for your parents. And then one day, oh, exactly. you break up because you didn't maintain. Oh, one day you just grew apart and you haven't talked for years. And well, one day your parents are gone, you know? And, and see, that, that's why out of all the three things, you know, the, I, I, I'd say, and maybe you agree, the relationships are things that you always have to put some effort into maintaining yeah. because they're so easy to forget to maintain yeah. because they're constant usually. Yeah. Adding to that, what, what I think uh, a new layer of understanding for me when it comes to maintaining these relationships before in college, I I made it I made an effort that I wanted to go to everything I was invited to. I want to go to every hangout, every party, every whatever it is. I want to go because I feel like that's what I had to do. If I want like since I value relationships and stuff, I needed to be there for the moments. I needed to create. Like I needed it was a little I was a little more focused on the shiny stuff, on the wow, that was a wild another thing. Oh, this is a this is a moment. But I think now I've gotten to experience it more that it's not really about the, I think the shiny things are more of a byproduct of like those are gonna like tiwala ka it's not like porket di ka makalabas ngayon kasi kailangan mag-aral or kailangan mag you know you have something else that you have to do doesn't mean you're not gonna doesn't mean you're not valuing relationships doesn't mean you're not gonna have those moments pa rin kasi I think relationships connections now I used to measure them really by ano eh, how often I get to experience that connection, how often the proximity, all those stuff. But there is an importance also to giving space and letting things grow and grow. rest. I keep going back to I keep going back to my neighbors. Like my my neighbors are my first friends besides Sami, my first friends in the world. And they're the ones I always go back to. Now we don't always see each other there are times like when i when i when i you their faces when i got into high school i was in the docks i was super like focusing on the dock but if it's summertime and makikita kami ulit diba in dock baby that looks the same like it's it's totally the same and those are the type of friendships that i want to those are the, like that quality of friendship is the ones i want to have across the board like i i love those mga, oh i haven't seen this guy in a year and then when we talk it's like everything's cool but there, for me, there's still work. It doesn't mean uh, you only try and you only effort with people that it's like so easy. It's like nothing happened. Like there's still effort that you have to put every now and then. But you don't need to be. It doesn't have to be a constant like oh I gotta do this I gotta do this. There's a lot of power for me in the byproduct in the in the subtle um, effects of of the way we give our lives. And imagine that I'm gonna say that. Very gets well. Gets well. Hey, yeah, you know, and and. Okay, so we talked about moments, right? And and then having friendships that, you know, when you think about it, who do you go through those moments with? A lot of yeah. the times, you know, maybe the moment is the moment because of the people you're with. Maybe you're, you care so much about these relationships because you went through those moments together. Mm -hmm. So right now, you know, we're kind of past the moments, at least from the stage of life we just came from. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're supposed ah, to be... Dan and Aden are wise. <laughs> Gaga, we have so much more to learn. Oh, I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> But right now we're, you know, we're supposed to be experiencing different kinds of, you know, moments, but we're not really getting those. Uh -huh. So we're kind of, you know, we're kind of left looking and, you know, holding in our hands like, oh, these are the, these are the moments and the friends that I made in the time that just passed. And, you know, like what you said, I feel like a lot of the times when a friend or when a relationship kind of just is the same after a while, that's kind of like us reaping the benefits of putting that effort. Because, yeah, I mean, at, there was a time when, going to those big parties or having those like moments with those friends, that was the thing that you put effort into doing. Like you went out of your way to go out to see that with that person, with those people. Like you sacrificed time, you sacrificed energy, you, you sacrificed a test, <laughs> you know, to, <laughs> to go out. And it's nice because, you know, we talk about moments like they're fleeting and, and like, and like, you know, they're just moments. Like, I guess that's kind of the danger sometimes in, in, and putting that word before anything, just like just moments, they're just moments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, they were just moments, but then it's nice to see 
the friends that you made because of those moments, because it kind of makes you feel like, oh, that wasn't wasted time. Oh, like that's the, this is kind of the reason why I went through that is to have these friendships okay. for life, you know? And you At feel like it's being tested now. now. You, do you feel like, you feel like parang, do you think, are you, are you saying that parang nakikita mo na yung benefits ngayon? Yeah, I mean, or okay. If things went on the way that they would have without the pandemic, I would have drifted away from a lot of friends in the sense of proximity, especially. Uh-huh. Maybe we'd, we'd hit each other up a few times in a year. Uh, maybe we'd have a birthday greeting or whatnot. But then I'm, you know, I feel like if, when I went home, when I'd visit, and I'd see them for the first time and give them a hug, like what I'd be looking forward to would be the same energy, you know? The energy that I last saw them with, the energy that we built up over all those years of going through those moments together. Yeah. That's what I'd be disappointed if I didn't get in return. And that's when I'd kind of start thinking, oh, what was this friendship actually? But then that's what I'm saying is your currency, right, that you mentioned, like those moments, those times that you spent together, Hmm. You weren't wasting it. You weren't just throwing it into a into a into a well into a well. You know, you're spending it on the friends that you have now, and you know if they're worth having, and if you still have them, and if you still feel that energy, then it was money well spent, I guess, for those moments. That's true. Wow, Anganda, I'm beautiful. Uh, we've been talking for more than an hour. We 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 can uh, close up soon. Is there any other? I want I want to I want to try to tackle one more. I'm trying to think. Eh. Was there any other like really positive thing? I have something to connect to what we just talked about. Okay. And it's like, so we're still not peering too far away from this stuff. But then, okay, and and it kind of goes into the whole. I I've heard of a lot of COVID couples. You know, uh-huh. I've heard a lot of like news of people getting oh, together over COVID. It's oh, kind of oh. like. Oh, that that's that's different. Love that's, finds a way, man. Going to be in the yeah. time of a pandemic. <laughs> but then, okay, like moving away from just that, you know. But that that's what made me think about this. So, so there's that. But then there's also people getting really close over the pandemic. People reconnecting over the pandemic. All that different stuff. And if it's over a call, if it's over video calls, then you know it's you know that it's because the two people like each other. For who they are, you're only getting to, you're only gonna you're only getting to communicate seventy percent, like not even I don't know seventy percent, because like getting to communicate with someone in the flesh, diba? Gago and daming added layers in body language. You feel the energy, mm-hmm. so parang, you can spend so much time just like you know walking around, do like that. Okay, time spent on the say on a call where you'd just be like awkwardly quiet and not say anything. Mm-hmm. Translate that to being in person at the mall. You're walking together and you're pointing out, oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. At least then you buy that. something. Yeah, at as in you have so many other like, you know, things to distract. Yeah. So if it's just like this, then it really is just then, you like the person you're talking to. Okay, okay. I mean, that, that's one way to look at it. So on yeah. the other hand, it's like, oh, are you just lonely? Are you bored? You know, but then, in, no, pero well, obvious kasi yung, are, you're just lonely, you're just bored. Obvious na Pero gago, tama to. Parang ano siya eh. It's a good vibe check. It's a good vibe. Gago, okay. They're, I mean, pasada kayo sa isa't isang vibe. Ganon. Ganda, ganda. It's, it's funny because like, you know, I feel like I'd be the type of person that would be like, is that is that a real relationship? Well, okay. I mean, I don't know. If really? I, would I, you? Would you? No, I, think no, I mean, you'd still find a way. You would still you you romantic motherfucker. You would find. No, your okay. Way. What I mean is like <laughs> at at first glance or first hearing about it, I'd think I'd think, hmm, really? Is that real? But then when you think about it some more, like with everything we've talked about, it might be even more real than some of the relationships that come to be. Right? I mean, what if I, I've seen a lot of couples that got together just because they shared every class schedule or just because they were seatmates or just because they had the same like lunch breaks? You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, you know, in general, in general, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and how much of that was just because, oh, yeah, proximity, right? Yeah. But then when it's, it's different, when it's really just, I like the way you think, you know, I like the way Dude, you talk. That's, the, like that's the sexiest one, man. That is, that, that, Beats everything. Beats guapamo today, or oh, you make me laugh, diba? Or you, diba? Like the way you think. Woo! There's no sweeter. I know. There are no sweeter words. I would have to say. Do you think? Okay. Do wait. Sorry. Do people do that in the states? Like oh, sh- no, yeah, no. I meant I meant in person. Do you see people? I have a I have a Gen Z cousin. Okay. 
uh-huh. who is like how old, going how old through, is this? He's like he's in a, he's a freshman in college. Oh, like, that's that's peak. That's peak. Yeah, man. it is. Like, he graduated <laughs> high school, started Sheesh. college in the pandemic. TikToker. And sometimes I'm over at his house and he has friends over and I'm just Boom. Like, you know, like, <laughs> dude, you're the old dude in there. You're the old. Yeah, guy I'm there. the old dude, man. It's weird. I, I Do they give you shit? Drinks. No, no, no. I give them, I give them shit. I give them drinks. Okay, okay, okay. I, they're, they're still underage here, so I buy it for them. Uh huh. Then, uh, <laughs> what do they, what, what do they do? What do they do? I, they, what, what are the, what are their habits or mannerisms or something? And I, I can't even say like, okay. First, it's it's weird to me. It's different because it's American teenagers, yeah. you know. And then second, it's weird to me because it's Gen Z teenagers. So uh-huh. I don't know. They're just there's so much difference. Their lingo is so different. Like y'all dog. It's just you okay. know. It's it's all of them talk. What's their ethnicity, if I may ask? A lot of them are Philam. Boom, you know? dude. That, that's a new breed. Philam. You mga anak ni Jokoy, That vibe. Yo, oh. <laughs> not even or jo- Jokoy is Jokoy grew up in the states. Yeah, I think he's half white. Yeah. Is he half white? I could be wrong. I don't know. His yeah, son yeah. Rice is rice. Yeah, yeah. White, white yung white yung dad niya. Yung nag rice is rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Wow. Wait, is there, there's probably, I think there's something else I wanted to ask you. Let my brain yeah. exhale lang muna. Go ahead, man. Okay, here. Maybe, maybe I could end with asking you this. Um, I keep going back to how we've learned so much, but we have so much more to learn. What would be a major difference in the brain of Joseph Morabe with how he lives life, how he ventures out in the world that you're going to put into practice once you finally can? Like, are, are there any that, that come to top of mind na parang now that you've had this, you've been incubated for so long, it's time, baby. It's time to spread my wings and fly. Like, are, are, those, are there any parang concrete things? Like, I think one for me is I'm really going to make an effort not to... Not to give an F of all these social parang in the Philippines, you don't just talk to people. You don't just there's some like you have to meet a person. I forgot who I was talking. I was talking to Sam, um, Sam of everybody. She said that in the Philippines, there are times you have to meet a person five times before you say hi to them. But like, <laughs> no, you don't, man. Even even if I, I know someone just because I see them in this person's stories, that's enough, man. Or even if you don't know them at all and you're in a situation where you can meet this person, that's 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 me. That's what I want to do. Since you know, it's in line with like how it's all about the relationships and stuff. We gotta we gotta get over that barrier of being hiya oh no and hiao. kung snubbin ka or kung di ka papansinin or doesn't want to talk to you. That's not on you. That's not on you. That's on them. That would be mine. No, that makes a lot of sense. Like, given we've been starved of any connection since this whole thing started, so why would I waste the the ones that I can get once we get them? You know, um, I like that. But for me, I feel like maybe it's something that's been brewing since before the pandemic, though. Mm, brewing. Like when I get when I get out into the world, <laughs> when I get out back into the world, whoa. Um, I just feel like I'm. I, I want to try to live my life in a way that. I can be proud of, you know, because I, I feel like, okay, that's very vague. But then I've found that during the pandemic, the main feeling, the main emotion that I have when I think about things, because what do we have to reflect on, right? We have our lives and the things that we've, you know, been through, the things that we've done and experienced. That's what we reflect on. We have the things that we've been through, right? right? We have our mistakes. We have our triumphs and, and, and all that stuff. And I found that my main feeling when I think about the past is just a lot of like cringing. (laughs) Well, it's not, you know what I mean? That's a really like shallow way to put it, but then maybe another way to put it is shame or Mm -hmm. guilt or just, you know, ah, I wish I knew this. It stings now. It stings things. Yeah. It stings because, because you know, you were wrong Uh or you know that, you know that uh, you could have done better or you could have been a better person. So, and that's very vague, but then I feel like that's one thing when I go back out. I'm just going to make sure that I try to think, you know, like think, think, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Like we, we also just came from a stage in life when we're just filled with so many emotions that we're kind of just like, you know, filled to the brim with all these different things, right? Because yeah, we're, we're growing up and we're coming yeah. of age and stuff and it's just, it's overwhelming. Translates through your actions then. 
yeah, translates through your actions, through your inactions, through oh. just the way that you carry yourself and, and the way that you think when you're alone in your room, you know? And it's just when you don't have enough time to process the way you're thinking, you kind of just don't stop to think, wait, is this even the right way to think? Yeah. Is this, does this reflect the way that I want to be? Yeah. So, you know, getting back out, that's very vague. I'll give a more concrete one. But then mm-hmm. there's that, you know, just wanting to, you know, live properly, you know, because we're, we're adults now, you know, we're responsible for our actions. We're responsible for the way that we do things. And, and maybe in, in a few years, like we're going to start being responsible for the way other people do things directly, you know. We, you know, I don't know. Oh, God, go. So there's that. And then just being in the moment, like kind of moving forward. Because I, I feel like, and you know this about me, I'm the type of person that just is so in love with memories. I, I'm so in love with the past because it's a time in your life that you can look at and appreciate, you know. And, and if there was ever a time in that past that you, felt good or you felt love or you felt like you know like you're on top of the world you know looking back and, and kind of just like staring at it in its full view it's like it's it's kind of addicting you know and and it kind of just makes you feel like the best of what you've experienced is really behind you when there's so much more like you know there's so much more right in front of yeah. you and i feel like i've been holding on so much to the things in the past because it was beautiful you know it was beautiful. There, there's so much beauty in what I've been through. There's a lot of pain too. There's a lot of ugliness, but then, you know, that kind of just like makes up and adds to the beauty in my opinion, but it's hard to turn away from. And as long as you're looking back, you're going to bump into something or you may, you might just stand still. You might just stop moving forward. You know, I feel like when I get back out there or when things kind of start settling down back to normal, if that ever really happens, I'm just going to try to live, so live Look properly forward. and live live present, you know, live in the present, I guess. And I feel like, you know, maybe living in the present, moving forward, eventually it'll bring me back to that beauty that I left behind. You know, I don't know. That's yeah. how I feel. Or another beauty. Something so beautiful, yeah. but it's not the same specific genre of beauty. Mm. Uh, and that's the best. You definitely, you definitely can't find it, either of those things, if you just stay in place right so yeah that's what i was that's trying right, to do man. that's on point that's on point wow that's the best that we can do that, that's how i when i look back at my mistakes and like my cringy moments i would just like pat myself on the back and be like uh you you did what you did given the resources and knowledge that you had so give him a pass and just do better next time knowledge that you had and also you know, with the sometimes you just mess up. You know, you just make mistakes, right? Oh yeah. So, but you get, you know, I don't know. You just got to get lessons from them. Okay. Yeah. It's your it's your responsibility to, to learn from them. Okay. Wow, what a loaded talk, man. This is what I wanted. This is why I didn't plan anything. I love it, man. No notes. I had. I didn't have any prepared questions or whatsoever. Um. So yeah, man. I do. I. I. I'm gonna get you back here one day, and I want. I want to be able to have this like. Hi, let's look back at what we talked about last time. On and about on my new lessons or whatever shit. So yeah, man. Okay, so Billy Eilish. Sorry, sorry. But uh, let's make it a yearly thing. Billy Eilish with her with her interviews every year. Hey, God, girl, it's fighting out. Wait a minute. Alright, man. Thanks for guesting. It's been a long time coming, but thank you for um, coming on. And I'm gonna talk to you again pretty soon. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me, man.